going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Philly Full Court Press. I'm your host, Big T. Will. I got my man producer extraordinaire, Mr. Nat Marlowe. And um, listen, we said before the season started, one of our first podcasts of the season, and even over the summer, they were going to be a fun team. And a lot of fun things have happened since uh, our last podcast. Uh, Maximus going for 50 points. We're going to discuss that. Uh, Embiid, another play, another player of the week award. Um, he's just been unstoppable lately. And, uh, you know, just to throw out a quick stat between Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey combined, they have over 600 points. So they're at, so they're roughly at 300 points already each player. And we're only 11 games into the season. So that tells you something. Nick Nurse's system is working. The ball's moving around and he's letting everyone know, these are my two studs. These are my stars. And they're going to take control of games and make sure that they are majority of the points, as it should be. And your role players are going to be your players that you need to fill in here and there. But, you know, I want to touch something before I bring that in real fast. I read an article last week or something. I think it was from Kyle Newback. And, you know, Kyle Kyle is uh, tied with the team and everything. And um, he he put something out. I don't even know. I don't even think it was an article. It might have been on his Twitter page. or I saw it on someone else's page from him. And he put, and it was right after the Harden trade where Maury, uh created uh, a frenzy with receiving stockpile assets and, you know, potentially freeing up a lot of money for next season. And he put, you know, the way to sit, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but the Sixers are playing good right now um, with Maury having assets uh, potentially could bring in a superstar. So something to that effect. I mean, while I'm talking that, if you want to pull up Kyle Newback's Twitter page and find that, uh, you can. If not, no big deal. But um, and, and I kind of responded to someone's response to him and said, you know, we're still waiting for our media to keep it real with me and keep it real with you guys. No way in hell is Daryl Morey going to just do what he did and as good as the Sixers are playing, turn around and take these assets to go get a superstar right now. One, that's asinine. That does not make any sense whatsoever. The fact that you have Harden's contract coming off the books Tobias Harris contract coming off the books, even Maxie's contract coming off the books because they didn't extend him. And you have Nico Batoon, Robert Covington, Marcus Morris, all with expiring contracts. So that's a one year deal, and they're done. What in the hell would Daryl Morey go and do something dumb like that? And why would you even put that out and consider that? 
And what star right now are you even thinking of? Zach Levine? Stop. Stop it. Zach Levine is just a name. If he's so great, why isn't he working out with Vukovic and and um uh what's his name from Toronto that's over there killing it that always kills the Sixers? How come that's not working out? How come Levine's not taking control of that? He's pouting. He's another Hardy. He's pouting because he wants his way. Yeah, Levine's frustrated. All right. DeMar DeRozan. That's who I I couldn't think of his name. DeMar DeRozan. That's That's a nice combo. You got Kobe White. The Bulls are not a bad team. They're not a bad team. They're just not mixing well because they're star players unhappy. Hmm. Where did we get that from? Star player not happy. If you want to call 2-5 a, a star, he got sour and wasn't happy real fast. The beard, he wasn't happy. So we want to bring in another unhappy superstar with the nucleus we have now and this team flourishing under Nick Nurse? Let's look at teams that brought in stars and see where they're at right now. Milwaukee Bucks. Right now they're sitting fourth, first 11 games. They're seven and four, two games back. It doesn't look coherent. And we always know that's going to take time. I'm not really worrying about the Bucks too much, but the New York Knicks, same way. They got Villanova 2.0 up there. Sometimes we just got to let things rest and play out. And bringing in a star is not the situation right now. We have a star in his third season, and he's he's going to be an all-star. And Tyrese Maxey. This is the year he takes the jump, and we're seeing it. We always loved Maxey, and we always said he needed to grow. He finally has grown into the position, and you're seeing it. We have the one of the biggest stars you could possibly have the reigning MVP in Joel Embiid. And you have a lot of nice compliment pieces. We don't need a star. Wait till the offseason. Let me bring in Nat. Nat, what do you think about uh, that tweet Kyle put out? Well, I've been looking up and down for this Kyle Newbeck thing. I I can't, for the life of me, find it, but... One thing I will say is that I'm with you and in the sense that it, it was pretty much my take from the start of the season that no matter what the Sixers do, it's not going to be enough to get them over the hump this season. It's just, no, there's no plausible move that they can make right now unless there's some like dramatic swing or dramatic blow up with another team that's going to happen. That's the only thing that could happen. I think that's like maybe a 5% chance of happening. So I'm not putting my eggs in the basket 
on that one. So as Sixers fans, I think we ought to look at this as, you know, a fun team to watch. And we said this was going to be a fun team to watch, but I didn't think we would be having this much fun watching them. So I think, you know, people like Kyle Newbeck and, you know, some fans that are having a little bit too much fun right now are, you know, getting a little win happy. And they think, hey, if we get a star right now, they can win the NBA title. No, they can't. Milwaukee's too stacked. Boston's too stacked. It's wait, play the waiting game, and then read the read the reward later. You will thank yourself. Yeah, you you're right. You're right. You play the waiting game. There's no rush right now. There's no rush. You 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 stick with what you have right now. They're nice solid pieces. And you're you're going to be in the mix. Could the Sixers shock us and get to the Eastern Conference Finals? It has to be the perfect matchup, and Embiid has to be healthy. In fact, the whole roster has to be healthy. That's the only way. So we have to get through 94 games because that's Embiid's threshold. When he hits that 94th game, that's when he usually gets hurt. So, right matchup. What's the right matchup? Because remember, we used to say Milwaukee was a good matchup for the Sixers. And right now, I don't think they are. But, you know, time can tell. It all depends on who's playing well in April and May. Boston, I think the Sixers are a a better matchup for them right now. Boston's bench isn't what it used to be. You know, losing Marcus Smart hurt them. And having Drew Holiday, yes, but it seems like they're not really using him correctly. But Boston's firepower. They got Tatum and Brown. They got a, a solid Przingis. Sixers are split with them right now, one and one. I think Miami, it, it all, Miami, it all depends on what Jimmy Butler shows up. Jimmy Butler kills the Sixers. He enjoys that right there. With Bam and Hero. But the Sixers have wings now that can that can hang with Hero and all the wings that Miami's going to throw at you. So do the Sixers match up better now with Miami? Because that used to be a bad matchup. Spolstra used to play junk defenses. Nick Nurse plays junk defenses. Everything's interesting, man. It, it, we just got to see how it plays out. Indiana matches up well with the Sixers through the first two games that we saw them play each other. Now, did they catch the Sixers all with dead legs on a back-to-back? I don't know. But Indiana, man, they, they fill it up. They fill it up. Nat question for you. So with Maxi's emergence and Embiid playing as well as he is and the role players around them right now if Daryl Morey was to do something, which we know Daryl Morey's going to do. He's going to do something. But he's not doing anything drastic like a superstar. Where are you looking at? Are you looking at backup point guard or a backup center 
You think Paul Reed's going to fill that role or Mo Bamba's going to finally step in? Well, if you're going to make any type of deal, why not look at your biggest expiring contract on the team and Tobias Harris? Mm. And why would you point that out? Expiring contract, the team could potentially use him for a playoff push. That, and, um, you know, maybe there's a team out there that's struggling that could use it to buy his Harris's life. I don't know, maybe a mentor for the younger guys. Trade a couple of the veterans out there, give them to the Sixers, and maybe that'll be enough for a push. That's a that's a great thought. Um, I don't see that happening. I just I just for some reason, Daryl Morey, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, and Tyrese Maxey. It seems like they're all tied together. So I think Harris plays out his contract. I don't think he he gets traded or moved. And he's playing. Listen, Tobias Harris is playing well. He's been really solid. But once again, when's he going to give you that thirty point game? There's been 11 games here now, and there was multiple games where he could have gave us 30, along with Maxi over 25 and Embiid in the 30s. Imagine having three guys over 30, and then you have someone like Ubre giving you 20, and, you know, uh, what's his name coming off the bench? Nico. Giving you, you know, 10 to 12. That's a big push right there. That's a big push. But he's playing well. When he plays well, we say he plays well. You know what I mean? We're not, we're not, um, going to fake it here. We're going to keep it 100. But, you know, I'm going to always throw that out there. When is Tobias Harris going to give you that 30-point game? Or multiple 30-point games, I should say. Nat, Embiid on Hardy. He says, I'm happy that the situation got resolved, and I'm happy for him. It's all business. I hope he has a chance to succeed and make a lot of money. Play good basketball and be able to win. I hope we both make the finals and we can see each other at the finals. But he's going to lose on that side of it. <laughs> what are your thoughts on MB's comments right there? So I, I'm with him. Like I'm glad the thing got resolved. And I wanted I wanted James Harden off the team, you know, for for better or for worse. At least in the case of him. Like I don't care if he got traded, if he ended up being traded to an NBA contender and they win the NBA finals. He wasn't going to do it here. It was just too much of a cancerous situation. So even though I thought James Harden was serviceable and he could have been serviceable for another year, I still didn't want that cancerous presence in the locker room. He's he, he's like someone I work with now. He's one of my managers. Tremendous potential. But all he does is bitch, 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 moan, moan, moan. And I tell him, all the fucking time. If you hate it here so much, then Leave. quit. There are other yeah. jobs out there. If you're not happy, find a job that will make you happy. And like he thought I was kidding when I told him that. And I said, dude, nothing would make me happier than for you to quit. As much as it would suck to lose you on a managerial level, 
You kind of bring a level of toxicity in here that brings me down. So I want you to quit so that way you can be happy. Yeah, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. And it's, it's funny that you said that, but um, <laughs> listen, there's people at my job too, Nat. They, you know, they complain and we say, look, you don't like it, quit. Yeah, you don't like you don't like the team. Find a team you're going to be happy playing with. Is James Harden ever going to be happy? I don't think so. My man is is his ego is large. His ego is real large. James Harden said he was the um, the system. Has the system worked out in, in L.A.? Since the trade, has L.A. Uh, won a game? Clippers right now are sitting 3-7 and seven in the West. That's a big hole. That's the 12th seed. The system... His first game was against the Knicks. The Knicks won, 111-97. The system running the gauntlet, playing the Brooklyn Nets right after the New York Knicks. They lost, 100-93. The system... NBA in-season tournament, group stage. They went up against Luka Doctic and Kyrie, former teammate. They got shellacked, 144-126. to 126. The system played against the Memphis Grizzlies without John Morant, who's suspended for 25 games. Mind you. They lost 105-101. The system, NBA season tournament, group stage, against the defending NBA champions, your Denver Nuggets. They lost 111-108. Now, how's that system working out right now? Uh, I would say it's going off like a nuclear bomb. The system plays this week against his former team, the Houston Rockets. There was a video that went around, and the system played his first home game in L.A., where he wanted to be, where he's from. The introduction, they introduced James Harding. It was as flat as ginger ale sitting on your shelf for two years. If you don't believe me, go to my page and search it out. I thought you were going to say go to your cabinet. That seemed oddly specific. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't have any ginger ale that flat. But I'm telling you, man, that was crazy. Them L.A. fans know. They know. And then there was someone who might drop Harding who said everything we said, but just because he was on the national stage and he had the the mic. So 
he might drop it. All right, cool. Everyone's reaction was, I think, was a little overboard, but it's nothing that you and I didn't say or anything anyone else said. The system has to realize at this stage of his career, he's not the system. He's a pain in the ass. He's all about himself and about his money. He might be playing his last games in the NBA. I don't see no team giving this guy $56 million at the end of the year. And he's probably going to want more. And he's probably going to want to start. The system is cooked. The system is not the system. He's a pain in the ass. I'm not going to rant about the system because he don't know me anything. He helped us get rid of Ben Simmons, who was a pain in the ass. And when he was here playing regular season, he was good. Him and Embiid's pick and roll was lethal. Maxine Embiid pick and roll right now, starting to become lethal. The system don't owe me anything, so that's why I'm not in an uproar about it. But yeah, yeah, his ego's large. Yeah, he wants his money. Yeah, he still thinks he can play. He can't even dunk anymore. When's the last time we saw Harden dunk? James Harden has to come to grips to realize his career's coming to an end. And he has to change his ways. And rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, who said it best. If James Harden will never change his game, he'll never win a championship. And being seen it, he said it. Harden didn't want to listen to Bean. He don't want to listen to uh, NBA analysis people. Some are former players. Some have told him. Hard is hard-headed. He wants to do what Harden does. So do it. I don't care. Now you got Wes, so we don't have to really worry about you too much. But I'm going to keep an eye on you, the system. We're going to see how your system's working. Three and seven right now. Hey, yo, this is Big T World. That's Nat Marlowe. This is Philly Full Court Press. Grab your drinks, family. We just warming up. We'll be back after these quick commercial breaks. What's up, guys? This is Anthony Gargano. Can you believe it? Only a few more weekends until Christmas. How many times did I get it? When are you going to put up the Christmas lights? Well, when I got time for that, right? It's cold, it's wet, it's rainy, it's nasty outside. Who wants to deal with that? Come on, you know that. Let me tell you about my man, Steven from Lisk Landscaping Innovations. Steven Lisk, his team specializes in bringing the holiday cheer to help you achieve that holiday spirit. Steve offers exquisite outdoor lights and decorations to make your house stand out. You don't have to do any of the work. Uh-uh. So if you want your home to shine bright into the Christmas night, call my man, Stephen Lisk, 856-931-5475, 856-931-5475, or reach out on Instagram at Stephen Lisk or LiskLandscape.com and set up your consultation. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. 
start with our oldest family tradition. Artisan bread topped with the finest hand-sliced meats and cheeses. Add in the freshest locally grown produce. But don't forget the mmm, mmm, mmm. In our house, it's not just a hoagie, it's a primo. Get exclusive player photos, team videos, and more with the official Sixers mobile app. Download the app for free at sixers.com slash app. Hey, Vito's. Hey, yo. Want two steaks? Hold on. Hey, hey, steak. Hey, steak. 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 Coming on. Coming on. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got burgers. Hey, what's a burger? What does he want? A burger? We got the cheese steak. Yeah, yeah. Get the awesome. cheese steak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're both two. Forget oh. about it. Drop the phone. What, what, what do you want? Cheese steak or you want a burger? Hey, what's he want? Burger. Hey, Pop, he wants a cheese steak and a burger on one buck. What does he want? We do that? We don't do that. We don't, we don't do that. All right, guys. Look, look, I tell you guys all the time. Let me tell you about List Landscaping Innovations. My guy, Stephen List. I mean, if you got any water issues in your basements or foundation cracks, you got any still water sitting in the yard, any saturation, my man Stephen List and his crew will take care of you. He specializes in giving you a dry outdoor experience. Now, I hate having water sitting on the patio and still water sitting around. Stephen List, he put a French drain around my pool. That water runs away. It was the best thing I did. So I've used him. I know about him. He stands by what he does. So if you have any stormwater collection, downspouts, some pumps, you need uh, new PVC piping. You need sod installation to keep the lawn green. Landscaping installation. Outdoor lighting, hardscaping, landscape designs, concrete pavers, retaining walls, grills, gazebos, tents, barbecues. Got to hit my guy, Steve Lisco. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. Everyone will come over. And you want to show off the backyard. And they will say, well, you know, oh, my God, who, who did all this work? And you're going to tell them, list landscaping innovation. Process is easy. Set up a phone or on-site consultation. Draw up a plan. Steve will take care of the township and engineer coordination. And let him uh, fulfill the project and execute. And then you will have a place where your backyard turns into just a place to look at to the place to be at. So if you're looking for that outdoor VIP living, check my guy out, Stephen List, 856-931-5475, 856-931-5475. Hey, this is Mark Farzetta from the Farzee Show. Sorry, T-Will, that I'm not Furcon Corkmoss. But anyway, you're listening to the Full Core Press with my man T-Will. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, the holiday spirit. I'm telling you guys, man, you got to hit up Stephen List. Stephen List and his uh, his team, they do amazing work. Amazing work. Licensed in uh, the tri-state area, Delaware Valley. You know, 
get that Christmas spirit. As the cuz was telling you, you don't want to miss out. Christmas is right around the corner. A lot of people have skipped Thanksgiving and already have their Christmas stuff up. So they're ahead of the game. Uh, Nat, so with Thanksgiving here, right here upon us, you know what I'm saying? I, I, love, I love Thanksgiving. I love the big dinner with with the fam and and just sitting around watching sports and and just taking the day off, you know, taking the day off. Nat, Thanksgiving food. One has to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw some stuff at you here. You tell me, which one has to go, Nat? Okay. You ready? Always. Let's do it. The the king the king the crown royal of Thanksgiving the turkey mashed potatoes and gravy stuffing green bean casserole cranberry sauce sweet potato casserole pumpkin or pecan pie mac and cheese dinner rolls spiral ham which one has to go Nat? I'm not I'm not I knew you were going to mention something like green beans or peas or something like that. I I'm not a green vegetable guy except lettuce, so green bean casserole, let's get rid of that. Pick green bean casserole to the curb. I'm with you, Nat. I don't want you no green bean casserole. What's a green bean casserole? It helped that you gave me like 10 options. I thought you were only going to give me like 4. And the first ones you were rambling off, I'm like, oh, that's A tier. That's another A tier. That's S tier. I can't get rid of those. <laughs> Listen, man, we I don't I didn't come up with it. I saw it. I posted it. Um, let me read some of the responses. Ready? Green bean casserole is not allowed in my house. Someone actually put mac and cheese. Anything with the word casserole. G T F O H. If you don't know what that means, then look it up. See, I've never had a sweet potato casserole, so I would – the only reason why I left it on there is so that way I can try it. Sweet potato casserole is good. All it is is it's basically the baked sweet potatoes with um, a little marshmallow toasted top. And it's in a, a, a um, Pyrex pan, so it's a – you know, the casserole dish. So, calling that a casserole, eh, but it's good. If you like sweet potatoes, which most people do, you'll you enjoy the uh, sweet potato casserole. Now, listen to this one. All of it except mashed potatoes with no gravy and dinner rolls. Wait, so they want to get rid of all of it except those two? Except those two. What? <laughs> All right, this person just hates food or they've been they've had too much foreign food, legitimate foreign food cuz like if you travel to other countries, Italian food, if you actually have it in Italy, it's way better than anything you'll eat here in America. Like same thing with a lot of foreign foods. So that's just someone who's probably had way too much foreign food. <laughs> like their taste palate is just ruined. Oh man. Moving on quickly, green bean casserole, sweet potato, anything, and pie can go. Pecan pie, 
green bean casserole. It looks like green bean casserole is the, uh, the one that's taking the, uh, the cake. And I got two people that say cranberries. Yeah, cranberry sauce is okay. And actually, like, both the green bean casserole and cranberry sauce I like. But the cranberry sauce is, like, it's it's boring more than anything else. Like, isn't it weird just, like, eating it straight? Like, you can, but it, it's almost, it almost feels sacrilegious when you do that. It almost feels like it has to go on top of something. Okay, so... Do you eat fresh cranberry sauce or do you have the ocean spray can take out the little jelly mold and slice it down cranberry sauce? I like both. By the in-laws, we do fresh, but at home we do the can. Okay, see, I've, I've uh, I don't know, last 10 years now, I've done the fresh cranberries they taste a lot better and it just makes it makes uh it, it just makes it better i like the the burst in your mouth the the, the cranberry burst and stuff I, I i've i've graduated from the can ocean spray the jello mold i'll just leave it at that but um nat man we gotta talk about let's get back to the sixers we gotta talk about maxi man and this 50 point game he had Looking back at Maxie's 50-point game, which was amazing. It, it was a – everyone in the building was pulling for him, and Bede was pulling for him. And, and you watched that game, and then Bede dropped over 30 that game, too, which was crazy. Where, where does Maxie go from here? Scoring 50. I think if you're going to... If he's going to elevate anymore, it's not going to be so much in in his athletic game. It's going to be more so in terms of status. Because this kid is going to be a superstar. I, I, I don't know like how you can't imagine him being a superstar at this point. I mean, we saw the trajectory... Over the past couple seasons, like he was on his way there, and if that fifty-point game didn't solidify it for you that he either already is or he's going to become one. I I don't know what will. Like yeah, what, el- I, what else can he do athletically? L- listen, he. You said it, Matt. We saw the trajectory, and it's been going up. And I, he's here. Max, he's here. He's here. So it's 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 go as hard as said it's go time. Yeah, now it's go time. So I I ask you this, Nat. How many fifty point games in Sixers history have you seen? Um, off the top of my head, not many. Yeah, I want to figure that because you know when you and I first linked together, you were all flyered up, all hockey. Now you're 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 like creme of the creme, man. You you all four for four plus inside and out stakes and everything else. So you know I'm impressed that you even saw more than four. Have you? Probably at this point, yeah. Because there's definitely been a couple of uh, there's definitely been MB- a couple of MB games where he's gotten over fifty. So mm-hmm. with Tyrese, this is definitely at least the third one. 
So yeah, four is probably accurate. All right, all right. That's not bad. Now, you know, in, in Philadelphia NBA history, I've seen 18 50-point games. That's not a bad record. Well, the other guys I wasn't alive for yet. Will Chamberlain had 11 games where he scored 50 points. Allen Iverson had 10. I've seen all 10 of his. There wasn't a, I didn't miss not one AI game. From the time he stepped into the NBA to the time he um, retired, I didn't miss an AI Sixer game. No chance. Embiid has five. I've seen all five of his. You ready for these two names? And I always, and and it's crazy because I can I can tell you exactly where I was at when I saw both of these games. Dana Barrows and Willie Burton. Oh my God. <laughs> but I saw both of their 50 point games. And I think one of their 50 point games, you know, I was at parents' house was uh young, young, young team, very young team. And um it was an afternoon game. I think it was I think it was the Dana Barrows game. It was the afternoon game. And we had the one TV. I mean, this TV, this sucker was so heavy. It was so it was so heavy and so long. It was one of those TVs where you could throw a table, uh a tablecloth over and decorate the top of the TV, and you wouldn't even thought it was a TV. You would have thought like it was like a piece of furniture. That's how big that TV was. That was 19, I think it was 93. Yeah, it was 93 when he he had that 50-point game. Crazy. So I saw those two. And Tyrese Maxey. I did not see Will Chamberlain's 11. I did not see Moses Malone's one. And if I did see Moses... Um, I don't remember one and two. I'm not sure if it was during the 83 season or was it the next season, 84. I, it, that's just foggy for me. So I can't say that I saw that one. Hal Greer and Dolph Shaves. Those are your 50 point scores in Sixer NBA history. And Tyrese Maxey just added himself to the list. Does it Embiid have five more? In him, and does Tyrese Maxey have nine more in him to catch Allen Iverson? That's a thought. That's a bold challenge. The NBA is wide open nowadays. More threes, more opportunities. Scoring's up, defense is down. Embiid only needs five more games. Just curious. I'm not saying they have to, I'm not saying they will. Just curious on, you know, that's a thought. I'm throwing out there to, to you, the fans. What do you think? Nat says it's a bull challenge. It's not really, I'm not really challenging them, you know. Just seeing what's what. Sixers dropped 117, 107 to Boston. 
They lost their first group stage to the Pacers, 132 to 126. They won their first group stage against Detroit, 114, 106, where everyone was in an uproar and scared because the Sixers came out flat that game after beating Boston the night before, 106, 103. Look at the Sixers schedule coming up, Nat, next week or so, up till Thanksgiving. We'll, we'll go to the Wednesday Thanksgiving. They got the Atlanta Hawks group stage in Atlanta with those ugly courts. Brooklyn Nets group group stage home against the Cavaliers. And then Wednesday, the night before Thanksgiving, against the T-Wolves. Now, you and I always broke the game this the season down in the, into the weeks. And we said win the weeks, win the weeks. You'll be right there at the top of the uh, the Eastern Conference. Very winnable week. Very winnable week. One, two, three, four and one, Nat. What do you think? Yeah. Which one do you think is going to be the one, though, that they drop? Atlanta or Minnesota? Yeah, I'm thinking Minnesota. I think they beat Atlanta, lose to Minnesota. But that's a good matchup for the Sixers, the Minnesota game. But I just like Ant, man. Anthony Edwards is a dog. And Cat always likes to play well against Embiid. It's a good game. Minnesota's a, a lot better than what they used to be. So, hey, if they go 5-0, and great. I think they go 4-1. and And that's not a bad thing because then you what, Nat? You win the week. You win the week. That what do we keep saying? This season's about having fun. Just enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. Have fun, enjoy the moment. And that's what we're doing. Having fun, enjoy the moment. Any major news comes down the pike, we'll jump on the podcast and we'll tell you about it. But I had to address the Kyle Newback situation because, you know, a person in his in his status, quote unquote. Don't 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 lead you don't have to lead the fans down that road. That's reckless. Because then you start getting all these reckless thoughts and tweets and and posts and IG things, and then you got the contact creators jumping on uh on YouTube and, and every other site that has a mic and a camera and just talking. And a lot of scenarios. So you should say that to the Ubre discourse people. I'm not touching that. <laughs> you say yeah, you're not going anywhere to do that with a hundred foot pole. <laughs> you got you damn right. I'm not touching that. I'll let that play out. I'll let that shit play out. Let it play out, and and then we'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm not touching that. You got your mind. So, Nat, listen, man. Big week, big week. We got we got some some fun hoops. Got some uh, entertaining stuff going on. That. What's your final thought, man? Of of this week, this past week, what you saw? My final thought is that we all need to relax a little bit. Uh, I know they dropped one to Boston in the uh, the in season tournament, and the Kelly Oubre losses. A big loss. We don't know when he's coming back, but we we just need to take a little chill pill, okay? It's it's, it's always it sucks, Nat. It sucks because the Sixers are sucking us back in it. 
Go ahead and say it. it say it. There's always something that happens with this fucking team. Even when we're just trying to have fun, even though we're just trying to relax, there's always fucking something that prevents us from fully relaxing. So this, I'm, I'm putting myself into this equation. We just need to, t- we all need to take a chill pill, okay? So I'm, it's like, I guess I got to lead the the chill pill police here. That's uh, Nat Marlowe's public service announcement, and his beeps will be brought to you by Primo's Hoagie. It's not just a hoagie, it's a Primo. Yo, T-Will here, and and, and my my final thought is just have fun, game by game. Game by game. Don't worry about who's coming in, who's coming out. We we know the pieces they need. They need they need a backup point guard. I asked. I talked about that earlier. I didn't mention it, but I said, you know, which way would you look? Definitely backup point guard. Um, I think we're good at the wings with Nico Ubre when he comes back healthy and Harris and 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 Melton can slide down there. I think we're covered. We're good. We're good right there. And let's not forget, if a roster spot opens up, we know old man Danny Green is still has ties to the Sixers. He wants to come play with the organization. He said it. The organization said they'll bring him back. I like Nick Nurse playing Jalen Springer. Jalen Springer needs to play. Needs to, he needs to grow in the NBA game. They won the G League championship. Jaden Springer's got game. You see it. The kid can play. He just needs he needs more time. He 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 is Maxi. He has to grow. And I'm not saying he has the same game as Maxi. I'm just talking about growth wise. He has to grow. I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna have fun. Watch game by game. I'm not allowed allowing myself to get fully sucked in yet. I'm a Sixers fan, so you know it'll probably happen soon. I just don't know when. But right now. I'm on that side with the chill pill. So thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. Thank you for allowing us to entertain you mother fathers talking our nonsense and just having fun talking about our team, the Philadelphia 76ers. Enjoy them. Don't miss the growth that they're giving you. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. If we don't talk to you before that, I'm sure we will, but. I just want to put it out there. And, yo, hit my guy Steven Lisk up, man. You know you ain't putting no Christmas lights up, so you might as well just call him and have it done and over with. And then when you're ready to get them taken down, he comes down, takes them down, and he stores them for you so you have no clutter in the garage. I'm your host, Big T. Will. That's my man, Nat Marlowe. This is Philly Full Court Press. We love y'all mother fathers. Peace. What's up, everyone? This is Mike O'Connell from Philly Full Court Press. You can find Full Court Press on any streaming podcast platforms. Follow Full Court Press on Twitter, at Full Court 76, and Instagram, at Full Court Press 76. If you have any questions for us or for the staff, email us at fullcourtpress76 at gmail.com. As always, we thank you so much for the support, and we truly appreciate it.